Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Achtung Millwall supports the Lions Food Hub. This is a friendly local food hub. It's based in Bermondsey. It's run by our very own Kelly Webster of the Mill Lionesses, a very well-known Millwall fan. They do need supplies, dear listeners. Before we get into the show today, they have posted they need tinned meat, they need toiletries, they need soup, they need tin fruit and veg. If you can help in any way, they are on Twitter, at Lions Food Hub. DM them, you can DM me at Actor Millwall, and I'll pass on any help and information that we can. Lions Food Hub, at Lions Food Hub. Thank you for listening. Now back to the show. You're listening to Achtung Norwalk, broadcasting from the beautiful South Birmingham. Except no substitute. Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to a special edition of Achtung Millwall, number one Millwall podcast, broadcasting from beautiful downtown South Bermondsey. We have a special guest for you tonight, dear listeners, ahead of tonight's not-so-critical game anymore against Preston North End. We have a caller, after my appeal for listeners from beyond the oceans, from beyond the seas, we have a caller from the United States of America, and I've always wanted to say from the great state of Texas, Ms. Darby Lockridge. Welcome to the show, Darby. I'm really excited to be here. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, we've already spoken offline, um, dear listeners, about all sorts of things, some of which I can't repeat. Um, welcome to the show, Darby. You you intrigue me, and and anyone that listens to our show that isn't of the um, of the two or three mile circle around Bermondsey in southeast London, it always fascinates me how anyone comes to follow a club like Millwall and how you come to listen to the podcast and you know follow it on Twitter as, as we were just talking about. So can I, can I lead off with asking that very fundamental question? Why? <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> Why? <laughs> it, you know, it's 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 kind of a long story. I'm I'm gonna try to Good. to shorten it up a little bit. <laughs> okay, you <laughs> go for it. Um, yeah, as as far as me being a soccer fan on a whole, yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm, I'm not a, a competitive soccer fan. I don't need my team to win. I don't yeah. need the best players. I don't need a team that's spending a lot of money. It's it's about the community <laughs> and the culture. I was just um, going to say you come to the right place in that case. Right, right. Um, and 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 so like I'm I'm much more of a community culture based. Okay, fan. right. Um, and then also I'm I'm a little bit of a contrarian. Um, I, okay. I don't, I don't want to love soccer the way everybody else loves soccer. Uh, here, here in 
Texas and, and in the US, um, you know, everybody, when you say, oh, you're a, oh, you're a soccer fan. Well, you know, what's, what's your prim team? And I'm like, you know, right. so, okay. I, yeah. I don't, I don't have a prim team, right? Like, like I will not choose one just because everybody has one, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of the local teams. Um, yeah. Houston Dynamo, Houston Dash. Um, there's, there's some kind of smaller uh, league folks that are a little bit yeah. closer than yeah. I follow. Yeah. Um, and so I'm just, I'm just a little contrarian. Um, <laughs> and then, and then also I'm like, I'm scrappy. I'm, I'm a tiny person, like I'm five feet tall, right. but I used to fight a lot when I was a kid and, um, <laughs> and, and like the soccer hooligan culture is like something that I really wish we had a little more up here in the U S cause I'd be all in the middle of it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so like, that's, that's the kind of soccer fan I am. That is um, fascinating. That is fascinating. <laughs> And, and so with, with all of that being said, um, it was 2017, it was the London, um, the London bridge attack. Um, right. and there was, a, there was a soccer fan That's that was a Millwall fan. I, I don't yeah. know. Do you remember this story? Oh, this he's, was... his name is legend. Roy Lana. Yeah. His name right, is legend. Right, at the den. Yes. Nowhere, nowhere outside the den, sadly, well, amongst some, but you know, it's certainly he's, um, yeah, he's absolutely privileged to say hello to him. I'm reading through the news about this horrible story and everything that's going on. And, and I hear about this guy that goes, you know, running in and he's fuck you. I'm Millwall. And I'm yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. And, and my first, my first thought was who the hell's Millwall? You know, because <laughs> I, I had never heard of him before. Um, but, you know, when when I'm, I'm reading about him and I'm reading about the team and it's like the the community behind a person that would that 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 would garner the kind of confidence that like like when you're going to run into battle, if yeah. if you're screaming about your soccer team, that's my team. Right. OK. <laughs> like, wow. Like that's okay. that's that's the kind of fan that I that I would like to be. And so I thought, well, I can. I can read a little bit about this Millwall, and so I'm googling, and um, you know, and I'm, I'm finding the shirts, you know, and the the nobody likes us, we don't care, and I'm like, these are my kind of people. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect that. <laughs> and yeah, so so you know, just kind of okay. started casually following, um, and 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 just kind of keeping up with with how they were doing, and yeah, and it's just become kind of more and more over the years as to you know to now i'm i'm keeping up with the games and the matches just as well as i can from way over here absolutely i mean you, you we were talking about i follow before we started recording listeners and um i was i was fascinated to know if the american service and i follow is much much better than the old crap that we get here but clearly it's not uh, derby is it, it? Is it's not. It, we're an equal opportunity nation we supply shit everywhere so <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you're getting it too out there it's not the service is awful i understand on i follow yeah, it's 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 almost as if they are really good at broadcasting anything that's boring. And as soon as something exciting is about to happen, it cuts out. Like, you know, I I, I hear a lot of complaints that that they're, you know, the the camera's on something completely off oh, the yeah, wall, yeah. something yeah. exciting going on. But here it's just it just cuts out completely. It's like, oh, something might happen. We're out. <laughs> right so it's unwatchable are, unwatchable basically right, wow. right. so okay. so i keep up um you know i i've i get on twitter i've got hashtag millwall i search and then i just refresh and refresh and refresh 
through the games. And so I get, I get the official, the, the official Millwall, um, here's what's happening. Yeah. And then I also get the commentary and, you know, we'll, we'll occasionally interact with a couple of the folks that are, that are talking as well. You've had an exposure to Southeast London culture that, you know, professors of sociology would give their right arms for their uh, derby. I mean, you, you've, you've clearly become hooked by the, by the Royal Lana story. Fantastic story. A, a very, very brave man, um, badly treated afterwards, sadly. Um, as far as, as far as, um, the Lions are concerned. I mean, it's been a tough old season. I was, we were just speaking before we started, listeners. It's been a, a blast of um, frozen weather in in Texas recently, which is obviously most unusual. And I, was, I had a pre a pre um, pre prepared gag for Derby that if she's sitting in the freezing cold watching boring football, then welcome to Millwall. That's the experience. I've had forty years of that. That's how it is. So you just had it quite recently. <laughs> I thought it was a good game. So you listen, you listen to the podcast. You tune into Acton Millwall. Do you listen to any of the others? Any of the other shows that knock around? Um, nothing, nothing Millwall focused. Nothing. Right. Um, like I, I, I listened to probably a few just to start with, and and yeah. landed on yours. Yours was my favorite. But I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I've got a serious podcast addiction. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I mean, it's become the it's become the big thing now. You're a podcaster yourself for the for the Houston Dynamo, which is your local side, isn't it? In the well, MLS. I, yeah, my, my my podcast is is for Switch the Pitch. Um, okay. We're a woman woman owned, um, but I'm their I'm their Dynamo reporter. Right. So. Houston. Let's touch on the MLS because obviously that's um, again it's a fascinating thing to watch from over here. I mean, I'm, I'm old enough to remember the the first attempts to try and plant. Um, soccer football as we would call it in the USA um, and I remember the NASL from the 70s and the great days of Pele and, and Beckenbauer going over and it never seemed to quite take hold and yet it never seemed to quite go away either it's, a, it's been a fascinating history because it, it kind of seemed to die didn't it after the in the early 80s and then came back it's, it went indoors indoor leagues at one point like five aside six aside uh, format yes yep and never went away. And then it was the obviously the USA World Cup that really relaunched it. And again, it's it's been a rocky road, but it's it seems to be. And correct me if I'm wrong, Derby. But I'm just reading about it. It's an expanding league, and it's now seen as one of the big professional leagues in America, alongside the MLB and um, NFL and the others. So, you know, it's it's quite something to watch it unfold like this. I mean, there's always been this thing. If if, if you crack America, then obviously you've got you know this this huge um, potential market there. It, it, does it? Is it, is it a point of conversation on the streets or is it still seen as a bit of a niche, you know, um, interest? There, there are definitely places where it's, it's common. Right. Um, Texas, honestly, not that place. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the, the South and especially Texas is known as, as football or, yeah. or American football. American right? football. Okay, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and so there's not a lot of soccer, but, um, I, I think that there's there's a, a good community around it, and and especially in places like California and the East Coast, um, much more much much more of a soccer centered yeah. community. It's it's not out of you know it's it's not off the wall. Like whenever I say, oh, I'm going to go to a game this afternoon down here, people will say a football game, and I'll say no, a soccer game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, but there are definitely places where that's where that's not the case, especially down here in Houston. The Dynamo are a lot like Millwall. You know, we we okay. finished bottom. We we finished bottom of the table 
last year. Um, we have the lowest salary combined of okay. any MLS team. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, a, a lot of common themes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. Well, um, I did read that you uh, the Dynamo had won the MLS um, Championship Cup or whatever whatever it, it was called in the 2000s. So there's a bit of a difference with the lines. But as far as um, as far as the MLS is concerned, I mean, it seems to be a growing thing. Does it? How much TV coverage does it get over there? Is it? Is it? Does it compete with the big stuff like the American football and the baseball, or is it? Is it? Is it still something you have to go TV searching for? Are, yeah, TV ratings are still pretty bad. Um, but it's it's mostly because the because the seasons are so close yeah that we can't get we you know there's there's always something bigger on and yeah, so yeah. it's very yeah. rare that you even have the ability to watch it on a on a main station yeah uh, you've got to have an extra sports package or you know some some extra way to watch it it's it's not something where you're flipping through and you're going to find a whole lot of soccer but that's that's slowly starting to change the fact that um soccer or football was the yeah, was the yeah. first game back yeah. um once they started reopening some things it really was the only thing on and so i think we picked up a little bit there um especially the women's teams uh, yeah because that's the other side of it isn't it the women's game in america is, is 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 huge it's it's almost one of the biggest um scenes in that way in, in the world i mean i think germany and, and maybe scandinavia a little bit but certainly the usa world cup champions at the moment i believe oh yeah it's an odd it's an odd um setup isn't it to have, to have the women's game being so big in world terms and the men's game still i mean i watched a couple of games they they, they show them over here on some of the satellite channels and the quality was in moments was okay i can't remember who it was i watched now portland i think it was and somebody seattle possibly um the quality was good in moments and then in other moments you think oh for christ's sake get forward close that bloke down get get that tackle in there then so there's still a journey to go in the men's game but the women's game seems to be quite advanced by comparison yeah but that, but that is on a u.s level so yeah. the the u.s men struggle to qualify for world cups yeah, the u.s yeah. women um tend tend to run around in fact the we had the she believes cup uh last week and the the U.S. women won that that cup against Canada, Argentina, and I don't recall the other team. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, and but then when you take that down to the professional leagues, MLS is definitely the focus. Um, NWSL, the women's the women's professional league, it's definitely less funded. Their yeah, their salaries yeah. are abysmal. In fact, um, I was looking on Twitter this morning. Our the Houston Dash backup goalkeeper, yeah, her car broke down and she had to start a GoFundMe to get her car working. <laughs> <laughs> she raised four thousand dollars. It was lovely. <laughs> we we once signed a player with a with a with a, with a I don't know what the, what's the word for settee in American. It's um it's a Chesterfield, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> we gave we got we would have took him to a local cheap um, Chesterfield shop and bought him. A, a, that was that was part of the deal. So we're not a million miles from that. No, I mean m money. Money is money is a strange thing in sport. I think um you can see the you know the, the benefits of of it and and the kind of destructiveness of it as well because one of the great advantages or positives i think in in, in the way football is is over here is the relegation promotion system which of course in the u.s system in common with um baseball nfl and nba there's no promotion there's no relegation you cannot start a team from your local park and you cannot progress to the top even though it's difficult it has been done here and it's done you know in in in, in europe and I get why they do it that way because obviously it protects the investments of the of the men at the top. But it 
it seems a bit of a a squasher of the spirit somewhere, Derby, isn't it? That you you know, there's no consequence to failure, is there? You, even if you finish bottom, you don't go anywhere. You still stay in the same competition. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Achtung, Mehlball. There's a lot of conversation about the, the pros and cons of ProRail and whether, you know, a lot of people here want it. Um, I don't necessarily think it would be a terrible thing because we definitely have got the system already in place. Yeah. We've got lower level professional leagues that could could certainly send teams up and, and we've definitely got MLS clubs that, like us, <laughs> that would probably yeah. be going down from time yeah, to time. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. We have our moments of glory and... Um, but then, yeah, we have really rough, rough seasons too. And the system is there. It's, it really is just a function of cap, of uh, capitalism and, and protecting yeah. those investments, like you said. That's a good word because I was going to, I toyed with how to put, put this because it's, it's an odd, again, another oddity of, I think of the American system, which is the home of capitalism and all the rest of it, um, which is actually quite an enclosed semi kind of um, almost a, a closed shop in a sense, which is a complete opposite to how it is here, which is a free for all, you know, I mean, money, money will buy you anything here in, in, in football terms, particularly. Um, and that can also be destructive. It is destructive because we're seeing increasingly in the Premier League the rise of the big clubs, and you know they will never be relegated. Derby, you know Manchester City all the time they're backed by the state of Qatar um, or Abu Dhabi, one of those. They will never lose. You know, you, you, the worst you can do is maybe have a bad season, come second or third, and not not win the European Cup. It's so it's it's there are pros and cons. I get, I get why the US system is is what it is because it does at least give a chance to the the clubs to, to kind of develop and nurture, but it also does destroy the fundamental 
joy of you know you'll never know the thrill of escaping relegation we i mean it's it's um <laughs> a last day last minute goal to escape relegation is one of the beauties of the game it's um maybe it's a hard sell to the investors i, I, I don't know talk about tough season let's talk about millwall this season i mean you've, you've followed it via twitter um what's been your impression of the lions season i mean it would how, how's, how does it play out across the atlantic i really I really hoped that it, that it would go better, but but I do also believe, you know, with with my my um, kind of community and culture yeah. focus, I I definitely knew going in that the lack of fans was going to be tough. Yeah, it has especially been, yeah. teams that that get a lot of feedback. Yeah, <laughs> from the fans. That's a good know? way to put it. I like that. <laughs> I'm going to remember that when the, when we do get back in. Consider this right. feedback. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'd like to provide you some feedback on your play. Um, but, um, but yeah, so, so I was, I was hopeful, but at the same time, I was, I was also understanding that not having fans in the stadium is, is always a tough, a tough thing to do for a team like Millwall. Um, and so it, it, it went about as well as could be expected, yeah. I think. Um, we, we, we did get some fans back in briefly and managed to cause almost a semi-breakdown in football society. So, oh, you yeah. know, we did have an impact. <laughs> There's only 2,000 <laughs> of them. They managed to get to the very uh, rock the nation, you know. So um, it's always, we always teeter on the edge of an FA inquiry or, uh, you know, parliamentary questions. So um, I think you'd love it. I think you'd love it down there. I'm definitely with you on the whole, you know, the, the route out situation. Coaches, coach... And and they're better at it than me. They get paid to do it, and <laughs> and you know, regardless of even a bad coach, that probably knows more about coaching than I do, with the exception of my son's high school coach, which is a whole other. Yeah, terrible. I saw that you you had a bit of a row. You had a bit of a, a bit of a <laughs> a bit of a kerfuffle at the at the kids kids game the other week. What happened? Tell me, tell us about oh, it. Oh oh god, I'm just I'm just a I am I am a soccer fan, and it doesn't matter what the level is. Um, the, the, the poor guy that's running the high the school, ref. Yeah, yeah. um, the high school coach is, oh, okay. right, yeah. and I don't, I don't think he watches soccer. I don't think he's ever seen a game. <laughs> I think he, it was like the last, <laughs> the last job available. And he was like, sure, I'll coach soccer. It's not Steve um, Lomas, is it by any chance? <laughs> he's like <a> wall manager. <laughs> um, but no, the, the referees to at the, the high school level are just awful. And yeah, I did. I, I ejected myself from a game because oh, I, did refused, <laughs> I, I refused to, I, I was screaming so loud. I knew I was going to go. And, and I refused to be kicked out by such a shit ref. Okay. So I left myself. <laughs> I suppose the referees at that level would be just volunteers, parents or teachers or something. Would they, who would referee a game? No, I mean, they're, they are professional referees, are but... Jesus. Wow. Yeah, it's... But, you know, our, our referee system here, my 14-year-old my is also a referee. You know, the, <laughs> the licensing is not terrible. Um, and so so he, he refs even, you know, smaller kids' games. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I definitely have feelings about any any game that I watch. So which other which other European teams would you take an interest in, apart from the Lions? Obviously, would you would you pay attention to any other particular clubs, or, or does it not work that way for you? Um, every once in a while, I'll check in on Coventry, Coventry. just because. <laughs> right. Well, that's so You're a bizarre woman. <laughs> right. Well, I've I've got a friend of mine mm. who who okay. he's the funniest guy. 
he grew up over there. His his father was in the military and his father's Texan. Yeah. And but he grew up over there. And so he's got the accent. But he came <laughs> back here and he is he is this redneck man with this an accent. <laughs> it's the strangest thing. But but he um he would go he, down uh, school, he follows yeah. Coventry. And so I'll check in on him every once in a okay. while and, and and give him some hell or or something when when we play and that that sort of stuff <laughs> i love i love these kinds of eccentric situations that that, 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 get, that get created i mean the idea of a coventry fan coming from texas living in <laughs> downtown houston with a brummy accent is is fascinating to me um darby it's been wonderful for you to come on the show do send us your thoughts and we were just speaking off air weren't we about um Send us out your MP3 voicemails once in a while. You are allowed to swear on our show as well. You can, you know, you can give if you need to vent. You can do that. You can you can send me something, and it'd be interesting to to hear what what you make of the remainder of the season. Um, yeah, I, I think we're drifting, to be honest, to a mid-table respectable p- position now. I think that's probably. I'm, I'm, I think, like yourself, I think I'm, I, I do err on the side of not wanting to overstretch us financially. I mean, you see so many clubs in the game over here now. That are really on the brink. COVID has really, um, it's been a hammer blow to the, to, the, to many, many small clubs. It's going to be, a, you know, a hope that the game generally will survive. It's a, it's a wonderful thing to have 92 professional football clubs with support, you know, each, each club will, you know, even at a smaller level, two, three, four thousand people turn out to watch it. It's, we take it for granted here. And I think it's not till you see other, other countries and, you know, you realize what we have and, I just really hope that we can get through it. So I'm I'm always jealous when I see like, you know, oh, I, I hopped on the bus and I just went down. Like MLS is so spread out. Yeah. You know, I it's my my local team takes me about an hour and a half to get there. Yeah, well, um, I was gonna say, I mean, Texas is actually quite <laughs> blessed in terms of is it three three teams in the MLS? Is it Dallas? We're, we're two right now. We're just about to launch uh the third one. So Houston and Dallas have been around, and then Austin starts this season. Which is incredible, really. I mean, it's not it's not incredible because it's a, it's a sport starting from scratch, but you know, from where I live here, I could get a bus to two professional football clubs, literally 15 minutes ride. You're never, you're never really far. I mean, the worst place you could probably live in that sense would be somewhere in the West Country, where even then you've got Plymouth and Bristol. They're not that, they're, you know, it's not that, it's just embedded in the, in the cold. Oh, so yeah. who'd you fancy tonight, Derby? It's Mill versus Preston. Let's give us a score prediction. Oh, we'll try morning. and get this out before the game. I'm, I'm going to say, oh, I'm, 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 we're going to go back to tying. I think we're going to tie one all. Draw. We're gonna draw. Draw. That's right. Draw. <laughs> draw. Yeah. Word. No like shootout. Really, really, really bring out the Texas accent. <laughs> be a draw. Draw. I think. Yeah, I think you're not sitting on the fence with that one. I think it's going to be an interesting game. I hope that you can get to see some of it at least on on the iFollow, or at least um, if not, follow it on on Twitter. Huge pleasure to talk to you, Darby, and do keep in touch. It's been been lovely to speak to you, Darby Lockridge, all the way from. The great state of Texas. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Aston Movie. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a cheeky little review. However, that's you know. Till next time. Who do you want to watch? (laughs) 
Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.